0: Hello and welcome to the Stronger Squad podcast my name is Chelsea and my aim is to help simplify weight loss for women who feel like they have tried every single diet under the sun so they never have to diet again. The last intake for the Evolve and 6 program kicks off on the 6th of November so if you would like more information on the program if you want to receive an exclusive discount then you need to join my priority list so you can click the show notes below to do that or it will be in the link of my bio on my Instagram, which is strong underscore girl squad. If you have any questions about the program or about this episode, please just drop me a message on Instagram. My handle is strong underscore girl squad, but I hope you enjoy this one. Awesome. All right. So Lee and I are going to be uh, having a chat about um, a couple of kind of, I guess, common questions that we feel like we have a lot of conversations about with our clients. So we thought what better way than to record a podcast and kind of, I think it's just good to get like each other's views on how we would Mm -hmm. respond to these type of questions um, Mm -hmm. to different types of clients. So hopefully it's all good. Yeah,
1: definitely. I think we we coach similar clients, don't we? And a lot of them have similar struggles. And even people who aren't clients, I think this will help um, and answer some questions. So
0: yeah, I think it will be good. Yeah, 100%. Um, Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and say it. So I got a question from a, a client. Um, and let me just get my sorry. There you are. Uh, and pretty much, this is what was said: it "Was I'm weighing on a Friday morning, and my scales say that I put on two pounds. I didn't think that I'd overate on the weekend. Do I need to lower my calories, perhaps?" So that was a question I got uh, from a client, mm-hmm. um, which I've I've already responded to. But it's I think it's something you know if you don't see the scales drop straight away the first thing is like right I need to restrict more mm-hmm. um so I guess if do you want to go ahead and you know kind of give me your two cents on yeah. like that type of question what you would do and then I'll, I'll put in my two, yeah. two jobs
1: yeah so first of all I'd say there's quite a lot of things to kind of unpacked with that question I guess it's not just a simple yes I should lower my calories or no it's there's stuff to load stuff to think about so where is she maybe in her menstrual cycle because as we know um or as we know as coaches which a lot of people maybe don't know is before your period you could put on quite a bit of scale weight but it's not fat gain it's water weight um maybe other stuff like there's lots of things that can cause weight gain um apart from fat gain so has she eaten things that are more salty um has she just had maybe a heavy meal the night before? So it could literally be the weight of the meal in her stomach. Um, and as well, like, I don't know how long you've been coaching that client, but has her weight been steadily going down on those calories? And then she's just had a little increase because um, maintaining and little increases are going to happen. It, like when you're trying to lose fat, it's not just going to be simple, Um, the scale going down linearly is that a word? linearly <laughs> every every week, if you see what yeah. I mean. Yeah. So um yeah, there's lots of things to kind of think about, I guess. So what did you say to her?
0: Um, so uh I've only been coaching her for the last four weeks, so um she's come on to the E six program. Um, okay and I guess like my first thing was exactly like you. There are so many things that will um you know make the scale weight fluctuate on a daily basis like scale weight will fluctuate every single day You, no matter how perfect you feel you have been it will go up and down even if you feel like you had like the most perfect day of ticking everything off sticking to the calorie target you may jump on the scales the next day and it could say it has increased but that doesn't mean that it's fat because it's you can't gain one pound of fat just randomly overnight especially Mm -hmm. when you know you've been ticking all the boxes and like you were saying like there's there's so many things that you know um do impact it like you know carb intake salt intake whether you're coming up to your period medications things like that so um I guess that was the first thing that I tried to make her aware of because it is important that women appreciate that the scales will go up and down no matter no matter how well you feel like you have been and that's like something that I think more women need to get comfortable with um mm-hmm. because if you just weigh yourself every now and again, and this is probably what i c I'll come on to, um, if you just weigh yourself like here or there every now and again and every time you jump on the scales it's not what you want to see. It's gonna demotivate you and then you're gonna wanna give up and then you may give up. Um, I think the th- uh the second thing that I said um was that it's it's a lot harder to put on like one pound of fat than, you know, people think. They think they can put it on overnight. Like you yeah. have to like Based on um, my client's calories, like I'll pop them in like a 500 calorie deficit per day or like, you know, a weekly ad- average of 3,500 per week, like to like put on one pound of fat, they would need to eat an extra over the course of the week, 3,500 calories to just come up to maintenance, which means you're not losing fat, you're not gaining fat. Mm -hmm. and then eat another 3,500 calories to gain one pound of fat. That's 7,000 extra calories a week that someone would need to eat in order to gain one pound of fat. So, I, you know, that's something that I try and, like, you know, get into my client's head is that you won't ruin your freaking diet in one night, like, it doesn't – unless you're bloody hitting the piss or (laughs) – can really go into town on your food which 7,000 calories is a hell of a lot that's also like on top of the 1,500 a day that they're already eating so I, mm-hmm. I think for us it's easy to like well we understand it it's our job but trying to explain that and get that through to our client's head I think that's one of the most challenging parts I don't know about you you know in terms of trying to convince women that they haven't ruined their whole diet just by going over their calories, you know, here or there throughout yeah.
1: the week. I was literally explaining that to a client the other day. Um, well, actually today I had a check in where one of my clients, she'd had a maintain. Um, well, her weight dropped quite a lot this week and then the previous week she'd maintain. So she was saying like, Oh, my weight isn't going down quick enough. Like, should I lower my calories more or do something else to be, you know, burning more calories? And I said, you know, maintaining and stuff is completely normal. Um, and yeah, we don't need to lower your calories. Like you're losing weight consistently over time. Um, yeah. So unless you've been eating in a massive calorie surplus, like the scales wouldn't have maintained or gone up. Um, yeah. And so just stick to the plan and the results will come over time. So that client that you you're speaking about, like, I'd be very surprised if she didn't have quite a big weight drop next week um but obviously time will tell but that's what I'd probably expect
0: yeah I think it I mean it's only four weeks in like and the thing is that I don't really use the scale weight as a form of progress at all Mm. like I will if a client wants to but it's never my go-to um just because I think it's a slippery slope to be on and Mm -hmm. you can be losing fat and the scale weight may not change but I think it's also important to remember like weight loss does not happen quickly like it doesn't happen in no. in a week in a week you're not going to lose bloody five pounds in a week you know you have to be consistent and you have to give it time because it happens from being in a calorie deficit over time um mm-hmm. and I think that they're the expectations that I did set like you know I don't make any particular promises or specific promises about weight loss um mm-hmm. I just try and kind of set those expectations from the very beginning um, and she was very you know very thankful i said a couple of podcasts and things like that um but i think like with that two 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 parts to it to get comfortable with like scale weight i think women either need to weigh themselves every single morning after they've been to the loo write down them um weight and then that way they can see how much it fluctuates no matter how great or you know how many how good they've been get comfortable with it like that work out the average per week and then see it over time um mm. Otherwise, I also say to clients, just jump on the scales on a Wednesday. I say Wednesday because if you've been out on the weekend, you may have eaten more than what you normally have. So if you jump on Monday, of course, it's going to increase. Like It's just the way it rock and rolls. Um, do it on a Wednesday. Write a scale way down on a Wednesday. Leave it at that and then continue to do that on a Wednesday going forth. But I think the main thing was like I said, I'm def- 100% not dropping your calories. It's been a couple of weeks um you just need to keep doing what you're doing mm-hmm. and I think probably the main take home was um educating her on why the scale weight fluctuates on a daily basis uh but also how fat loss and weight loss are very different to each other mm-hmm. and that you can be achieving fat loss um but the scales may come down and actually she did you know I've, I've sent her a couple of podcasts and that and um, she found them very helpful but it's it's a massive like mindset shift I feel like um, they have to go through which is often the hardest part about trying to achieve weight loss
1: yeah definitely um and going back to what you just said about um what was it like you um you don't you have to stay consistent over a long period of time to lose fat people sometimes think like they're obviously going to ruin their diet in like a day and they're not in the same way you're not going to lose loads of um put on loads of weight in a day you're not going to lose loads of weight in a day like it's taken you say if you're overweight you haven't put all that weight on in a day it's been gradually over a long period of time so you have to get your head around the fact that it's going to be you know consistency over a long period of time that you're going to lose it as well
0: Mm, I think that's really important I guess I I kind of say it this like in this way is like just say if you weren't prioritizing your health I'm not saying necessarily weight loss but your health yes. and looking after yourself and making smarter food choices for the last just say five years you cannot expect to reverse all those potential bad habits that you were following maybe not necessarily bad habits but maybe just not as yes. uh healthy habits just say you know in two weeks or four weeks and I'm not talking when I say that I'm not talking directly to this person I'm just generally speaking to women who have an expectation of they've potentially neglected their health for a couple of years 12 months whatever it is but then they expect a massive turnaround and shift in 2 2 weeks or 4 weeks or 6 weeks and it's like you you need to start setting realistic expectations because it doesn't work like that you can't i don't i don't believe that you can make really quick sharp changes um and it be long term and maintainable i think it, the only way it really works is if you make small changes that you feel like you can actually handle and like stick to for the rest of your life, and then slowly kind of, I guess, increase. You know your targets or whatever you're trying to hit. There, like it, like you said, it doesn't it? It just doesn't happen quickly. But as humans, mm-hmm. we want instant gratification and we want shit to happen overnight. And
1: um nowadays, with everything's just instant, isn't it? <laughs> like oh, Amazon yeah. Prime and Netflix and whatever, Just Eat, and everything's so instant. But unfortunately, our bodies can never be. So yeah.
0: Agree, and I think there's probably just a lot of things out there now with social media and everyone being on it and having like, I guess, access to information—not necessarily good information. There is so many products that are promoted to help you drop a dress size or real quick weight loss. And of course, you know, if because women think that by achieving weight loss they're going to be happier, they're going to be more confident, their self esteem is going to improve. Of course, they're going to want to want the I guess quickest approach possible because they want to get to that point as quickly mm-hmm. as possible so they can feel better about themselves but I think in order to achieve healthy maintainable weight loss and to be able to main, like, maintain it you have to go through the process and you have to learn what it takes to get there so that when you get there you're able to maintain it and not put that weight back on mm-hmm. um, and that I guess it comes down to a mindset shift and just showing up for yourself every bloody day.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think it is a definitely a big mindset shift that people have to get their head around. But I find once that shift happens, then that's when the changes happen as well. Um and I love seeing that in clients. Um and them getting used to that kind of long term, like we say, like healthy lifestyle change. Like it's really great to see that shift in them. Um but yeah, obviously with some people it happens kind of sooner than let um others, but yeah, it definitely is something that People have to kind of get their head around.
0: I do, yeah. You're right about the whole like when, when you see, and I think it's even the way like, like my, when they've had a change in their mindset, it's the way they either speak about themselves or speak about a certain situation. And you can, he- like, even through like messaging and everything, like, I can see their confidence has grown. Mm-hmm. And when it's like that freaking light bulb moment where they, they suddenly realize that the scales is in the be all or end all and that, you know, that they can enjoy the process. It may take longer, but that's okay. And when they start realizing it's not, it's not a quick fix. Like it's a, a year-round lifestyle. It's like, it, like you know, that light bulb moment has mm-hmm. gone off. And I think the whole like demeanor and the way they message and the way they talk and the way they come across just completely changes. And I've seen that mm-hmm. in so many of my clients when they've had that mindset shift. And to me, that is like gold. Like, do you know what I mean? I feel like a freaking yeah, yeah. Girl like and especially when actually I was just having a combo with um a lady today who's currently on the program um and she's been getting like some compliments about you know she looks like she's lost weight etc and she said um like her partner had said that and uh but the scales hadn't moved but she's she's like I'm thinking about even bloody throwing the scales out she's like I don't even care about the scales like blah 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 I'm like thank the freaking Yeah, world. that's
1: great to hear as a coach, isn't it?
0: <laughs> I was like chuck the scales out. And then I was like, well why don't you just pop them somewhere that you can't really access? Like because mm-hmm. it, it the scales can be the difference between someone freaking moving forward and achieving their goals or give it up. And it's like freaking mm-hmm. for a stupid number on the bloody machine. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. it can be a great tool, I'm not saying it's not, but I uh, yeah, I I think the majority of the, the women that i work with have been better off without having yeah, say that
1: people. client that asked the question if she then got hung up on that number and thought oh well I've been really good all week but then I've in um put on weight she might get into that negative headspace of oh what's the point and then obviously just give up or whatever else and when if she just stuck to it she could be making amazing progress um so yeah like we say like the scales isn't the be all and end all um is one measure of progress but it's yeah other measures are probably better to be fair
0: and I think like that um goes without saying like having a coach or working with someone like they are there to reassure you that what you're doing is right so like for example you know this is probably considered a little hiccup in someone's journey and maybe if they didn't have the right people around them to reassure them that no this is normal like just keep doing Mm -hmm. what you're doing they would give up and then not bother mm-hmm. or go through that vicious cycle of right I'm just going to stuff my face with food or I'm going to bloody go out this week and get smashed like whatever mm-hmm. it is but I think that that is the beauty in having a coach is that when you do go through these like dips you you can reach out to them and all all you need is reassurance that what you're doing is right and then yeah, you're like exactly. okay you know I'll, I'm going to keep going that's it
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah definitely cool Right, so we um, move on to the next question.
0: Yeah, yeah. So it probably kind of coincides a little bit with that question, eh? Okay. Um, and it was just regarding like it was around water weight. Why does it happen and like how can you lose it? Can you lose it? So is that like something that like conversations that you have with your clients as well?
1: Yeah, definitely. Like like with the last question, I do like to explain to my clients why scale weight does um increase sometimes without actually fat gain. So I like to explain to them why things are happening because obviously it's good to educate them rather than just saying like, oh, scale weight goes up sometimes. And they're like, oh, okay, well, why? Mm-hmm. So it's good to explain and then they'll be more likely to stick to it and they'll be more likely to be able to kind of go it alone without me um after my coaching. um So yeah, water weight, it can happen for a few reasons. Like it happens um before our periods for a lot of people. um A lot of women will put on, say like a kilogram maybe even like a few kilograms before their period so that can make us hold water due to hormones um water weight can also be gained uh, gained by um like carbs so I can't I don't know if you remember like what the actual number is but it's like a certain amount of carbs will make you gain. Um, hold a certain amount of water like per gram I don't know if you remember what it is
0: yeah I actually I kind of looked it up today um okay it's for one gram of carb we hold three grams of water so like if yeah. you have if you have just say you had 150 grams of carbs in one oh I'm so shit at math I shouldn't have said hundred and <laughs> fifty 100 just say you have 100 grams of carbs in a day. a yeah like obviously you're gonna have that weight come on the scales because of the food in your di- di- digestive tract. but then you mm-hmm. also gonna add like three to four t- like what an extra you know 300 grams on the scale as well for the water mm-hmm. that your body will retain for it so yeah yeah
1: yeah and then there's other things that can make us hold water so um like stress can make us hold water water retention um trying to think of other things maybe like lack of sleep that's kind of tied in with the stress on our bodies um Mm -hmm. medication um that kind of thing so uh salt if we like a salty meal that can make us hold water so there's lots of different reasons
0: true and um I again I just had a quick look just to you know double check things but like even when you're Mm -hmm. dehydrated because um I guess you would assume that like because you're dehydrated you're thirsty you're restricting water yeah then Technically, you shouldn't hold on to water, but what your body body actually does, because you are just say you're thirsty or dehydrated, it does retain water because it's not sure when it's gonna, Mm -hmm. you know, you're gonna feed it water again, so to speak.
1: Yeah, that's so true.
0: So um, which it's it sounds confusing, and if we didn't Mm -hmm. talk about it, like, you know, if I was any old Joe Blow, just bloody listen, you know, thinking of course if I have more water, then I'm, you know, it's gonna make me retain more water, so to speak. But it's not the case. Um. But also uh, something, I, and I know I've definitely felt it when I've gone back to Australia and shit like that, is like um, like sitting down for prolonged periods or like when you're travelling on an aeroplane. Um, yeah. That definitely, like, I know when I, because what I do when I fly back to Australia, obviously big long flights take my shoes off. When I try and put my shoes back on, oh, <laughs> yeah, they're so tight. I'm like, what yeah. the fuck? So that, <laughs> something to be wear- wary of like you know not wary but like when you travel and shit like yeah. that like, you know you will retain more water like you said stress um and I think like you said carbs will also do it so like there's tons of reasons and I th- the thing is is that uh retention of water is normal and it's not like mm-hmm. something to be worried about or it's not something that like you need to lose because it's just like a natural part of our body that like our body retains water when things are going on or to process certain things or when hormones are going mental. And I think like, you don't don't there's more things to worry about than water retention in your body. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, it's good to kind of just bear in mind, isn't it? Um, Cause if it's, if there's someone where they might get quite demotivated, if they've seen the scales gone up mm. um, and like we touched on with the last question, that could mean, um, the difference between them giving up and not giving up. So if they're aware of these things, then they can think, oh well, yeah, it might be because I'm during my period or I had that really salty meal. Then, then they can just kind of draw a line under it and just move on. Whereas if not, they might get in that negative headspace. Mm.
0: And I think that's just like I guess um comes down to like us educating our clients about these things because I think when when you're aware of like if you jump on the scales and then you know maybe it hasn't gone down or it's gone up you, and you know about these things like you can actually think about and say well you know is this because you know I had a carby meal last night or a salty meal or I've just got yeah. back from a holiday like being aware of the reasons why you know you could be going up on the scales or not coming down I think is really important because when you create that self-awareness like you get it just makes you more comfortable with what's going on, and you think, like you said it's it could be the difference between you giving up or um you know kind of staying yep. in, on plan, and like you'll you might jump on the scales and then like you know it's gone up by five hundred grams or what, I use kilograms I don't use pounds normally um nice. and then a then a day later, like if I've had a heavy weekend like the other weekend, I went out and I've drank too many beers, not that I weigh myself, but I wouldn't have jumped on the scales on a because by golly that it would be up and then by Wednesday or Thursday you could jump on the scales again and you've lost like I don't know a pound so to speak but it's all just to do with that water retention and shit like that
1: yeah yeah exactly so yeah if you're listening it's definitely um something just to bear in mind so if the scales have jumped up just think about those factors um and chances are it will be something like that unless you've massively overeaten which i'm guessing you haven't so yeah like we said in our last one you'd have to overeat by a lot of calories to put actually on a pound
0: yeah. um
1: so chances are it will be something that's causing water retention
0: yeah exactly and i think that one thing i want to mention is obviously we've said about you know carb intake um causing water retention that isn't to say you should go and bloody remove carbs from your diet like you yeah should yeah that's a good point like you like that that's your body's preferred energy source so do not just because you want to lose some water weight or lose some weight on the scales like that's why um you know women will reduce remove carbs and then suddenly the scales goes down and they're like shit that is what i have to do now because obviously i've lost weight because i've removed carbs You, you probably it's water weight do you know what i mean the reason the scales is down is because you're not eating as many carbs so your body doesn't need as much water to retain it and like digest it and all that stuff so like eat the carbs do not remove the carbs because I think if you're trying to remove carbs or you have and and you honestly cannot see yourself removing carbs for the rest of your life then stop trying to freaking remove carbs that's as simple as it is
1: (laughs) and that's why diets like say keto diet and stuff work is because people are cutting out carbs and then that makes them like you say drop weight really quickly and then everyone's like, oh, my God, keto diet is, like, the magic cure for weight loss and stuff. And it's like, no. <laughs> but, <right>. yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah.
0: And then, like, the last one was – let me just have a look here. So counting the protein and calories, should I also be mindful of fat or carbs, fiber consumption too? What's your take? Oh. What would your answer be?
1: So I don't know what you do with your clients, but – generally like lifestyle clients I always just give them a protein goal and then carbs and fats they can just have as much like the yeah. rest of their calories can come from the rest as they want um I always just say to people be mindful to get a good amount of each so obviously don't eat only carbs and no fat or all fat and no carbs like your body obviously needs a good amount of both but some people prefer a higher carb diet some people prefer higher fat like me, I love carbs, so I have to try and get fat in, whereas other people love, I don't know, say peanut butter and stuff like that, so they'd rather their calories come from fat. Mm.
0: Um,
1: but, yeah, it's just personal preference for people. So, yeah, I just give them a protein goal, and then the rest um, can come from carbs as fat as, as they want. So is that what you do with your clients?
0: Yeah, so I just say calories and then a protein and then, you know, remaining can, like you said, can come from... um fats and carbs I mean ideally with fats I think it's I think it's around one gram or so maybe a bit more per kilogram of body weight that you want to be aiming for like yeah obviously you need a
1: good amount in your diet for health but
0: yeah but I like I mean for weight loss like calorie deficit is king so first and foremost hit Mm -hmm. your calorie deficit if you want to lose weight that is that is the first thing but I also Mm -hmm. think hitting that protein goal is just as important because The key to sticking to a deficit is to make sure that you're staying full for longer so that you're not going through those hungry periods and then overeating and then you know potentially reducing the deficit you're in. So calories are king when it comes to weight loss because if you're not in a deficit, you won't lose weight. But I also think protein is pretty much right up on there as well um, because that will be one of the main reasons if you're getting enough protein in, you will be able to stick to your deficit. Fats and carbs like like you can kind of split the rest of the calories like that i mean with like my clients the kind of thing i try and use is one portion of protein one portion of carbs and two to five fruits or vegetables per meal now if you're doing that per like in your main meals then hopefully it should help balance out like in terms of like protein fats and carbs um but another question was around the fiber so like fiber is ultimately going to help you stay full for a hell of a lot longer so again if your goal is weight loss but even it doesn't necessarily have to be weight loss like if you just want to stay full for longer so you're not freaking you know scounging the bloody cupboards in the fridge in having more fiber and i think it's like recommended 25 to 30 grams a day is key but i think like fiber you get from like oats and like cereals and like whole grains and things like that and vegetables as well but i don't I don't say, okay, you have to hit this 25 gram fiber intake because I think most people do get, like, if they're following the little structure that I've given them um, mm-hmm. and that, you know, the fruits and vegetables, your serving of carbs, et cetera, then they should be getting quite a good amount of fiber in naturally. And I think giving someone another target to try and hit just adds the list of shit they need to do when I just feel like it, I don't specify, okay, you need to hit this. Because the women that I help are just, you know, they're just normal women trying to live a healthier life. They've got loads of shit going on. You know, they don't have loads of time. They're not necessarily doing it for like, you know, we have people like, you know, going to bodybuilding competitions or like, um, what you know, fitness competitions, shit like that. So for me, I will encourage like fiber options without them probably. I probably don't refer to them as fibre, but that's like fruits yeah, and yeah. I don't
1: even yeah. I don't even really speak about fibre to my clients. To be fair, no. just because yeah, if they are getting enough fruit and veg and like you say, like whole grains and stuff like that, then they'll be hitting that anyway. And like we were saying, you don't need to be if you're just a lifestyle client, like a normal person. You don't need to be that strict with that kind of stuff. Really? Like going back to the carbs and fat. Obviously, if you are doing a bodybuilding competition you need to track those things to the gram but if you're just trying a normal person trying to lose maybe a little bit of fat or get healthier you don't need to stress about those kind of things
0: yeah I agree I think like would fiber, like if you want to kind of like try and increase it without actually thinking about it you know swap your white rice for brown rice it's going to have a lot more fiber swap your white bread for brown bread or cedar bread um Fruits have fiber and then like just making sure you get those fruits and veggies into your diet and there's going to be you know um fiber content in there so you can you know by just making healthier choices and including the things that we know we should include I think it does it for you in terms of the fiber aspect
1: yeah definitely yeah I don't think you need to stress too much
0: no well, I think that's pretty much it I just I yeah. think those like we thought those three kind of uh topics were quite good to talk about because they're common questions that I get asked that yeah. you get asked so it's I think popping it on a podcast and then I also like being able to just go in depth a bit more because sometimes like sending in a message like there's only so much that I will say because I'm like I don't know if it's going to make sense but also I'm like am I am I confusing myself here like so like, yeah I think- obviously
1: I'll, I'll mention it in check-ins to clients but I don't want to bang on about it for like 20 minutes so
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing whereas like on something like this it's quite easy to like just chat about it and like it's easy for people to listen to mm-hmm, um yeah like it's just good getting both of our views but yeah mm-hmm. I think that's it but I'm sure we'll um jump on another one with some other common kind of stuff that pops up in check-ins and we can yeah chat definitely chat today
1: yeah, so if anyone's got anything they'd like us to chat through, obviously send me or Chelsea a message.
0: 100%. Cool. Right, well, I guess uh, I'll talk to you soon. Yeah, okay, speak to you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.